What is game theory? Well, stick around and I'll let you know what it is. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. What is going on, crypto family? So in this quick and dirty little video here, we're going to be going over a topic that you've asked me about several times. And I think it has a ton of like real world applications. What is it that I'm talking about? Well, of course, game theory. And, um, you know, it's an incredibly powerful tool for like uh, decision making. You know, modern game theory was introduced in 1944 by I think uh, John Vaughn, I think it was Newman or something like that, you know, with his uh, book, theory of games and economic behavior and you know further developed by scientists like uh, John Nash if you remember I think he was the guy that uh, Russell Crowe in the movie uh, A Beautiful Mind he kind of portrayed that guy and you know in game theory a game is you know an interaction between you know multiple people in which each player you know like payoff is is affected by the decisions of others a classic example is prisoner's dilemma let's just say two two bad guys right let's just call them rufus and bob these guys are two bank robbers they got caught while escaping you know their last endeavor you know the police have a problem though despite all the evidence there's no eyewitness because the criminals covered their faces during the robbery. So the uh, the prosecutor can only go for the minimum sentence. But you know what? That's not enough. So the police forces them into a competition of sorts. They keep both, you know, Rufus and Bob in custody in separate interrogation rooms. And they can't communicate with each other whatsoever, so they don't know what either one of them is gonna say. The prosecutor then pays a visit to each one of them and proposes to accuse the other, right? So, there are three possible outcomes for this scenario. And I tell you what, you know, if they both stay silent, they get two years each because of the lack of evidence, right? If both rat out the partner, they will serve five years each. But if one of them, you know, kind of talks and kind of snitches on the other and the other one stays silent, the snitch can walk away free, while the accused one is gonna spend 10 years behind bars. So, which is the best option? How does game theory apply here? Well, you know, they're both hardcore criminals, right? And they can't trust each other. And the police trick them into this non-cooperative game. You know, in this case, the best choice is called Nash Equilibrium. And it's a choice that grants the outcome that leaves you better off no matter what your opponent decides to do. You know, looking at the situation in this perspective, you know, spending only two years in jail was never on the table right from the start. You know, remaining silent is a valuable option only if the other partner does the same, giving up the possibility to walk away for free. You know, for a, a Nash equilibrium, however, this is not acceptable. The only viable option is the selfish choice of telling on the partner and serving the five years. If this doesn't feel very realistic, it's because in a simple and non-repetitive game like The Prisoner's Dilemma, there really aren't enough variables to mitigate a selfish behavior in the interest of a higher payoff. And the game ends up looking predetermined from the very get-go. To reach a higher level of realism, we should consider a more complex game. Let's say you're an investment company and you have a client. Your client gives you $100,000 to manage and invest on his behalf. After a year of investing, you get $1,000 because of your 1% commission. In a non-repetitive game, albeit also not, you know, considering the legal, moral, or ethical consequences, it might seem, you know, better off you know, running away with the money and earning a hundred times more than that 1% commission. But what happens if the game kind of repeats in a non-predictable way? Let's say that, um, you know, every time the game repeats, 
your client gives you an extra $100,000 to invest. Once the money is invested, you can't steal it anymore. But your 1% interest becomes a compound interest game after game. Assuming that, you know, every game has a 5% chance to be the last one, on average, you're gonna get to play 20 different games. In 14 games, you'll make more than $100,000 and you can make more than double by playing all 20 games. This starts to feel more real, but 20 games are still a consistent risk. We have to introduce a new variable, reputation. If the game repeats, you're not stuck with just one client. In a repetitive game, you have the chance to acquire new clients and multiply that money that you make per game. Since nobody knows when the game will end, in order to maintain your clients and you know, kind of make an outrageous amount of money, dude, guess what? You have to keep your reputation intact so you are more than motivated to not take the money and go. So in a utilitarian model like game theory, the impossibility to know if an interaction is the last is what builds trust between individuals because you never know, you know, that you may need to interact with them again in order to reach your best interests. These are called stochastic games, and they give the prisoner's dilemmas a whole new dimension. In fact, stochastic environment, you know, ratting out your partner can have some serious consequences in the criminal world, you know, turning, you know, silence into a much more convenient option. In fact, it's usually what happens in the real world. The science that supports game theory is complex, fascinating, and extremely versatile. It's widely used for military strategies, you know, like politics, economics, and more. It can be applied to almost any context where decision-making is involved. And cryptocurrency, guess what? It's no exception. Now, if you've been following my channel for a while, you may remember a video that I did last February with the legendary Max Kaiser. You know, during the interview, he breaks down how game theory has been built into Bitcoin quite beautifully, right? So make sure you go and check out the interview that I did with Max. You know, it's, it's definitely freaking awesome to get his perspective on things as well. Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beetle shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading View Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the fam. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you all in the next one.